0: The music drops. Welcome everyone to the Polynesian podcast episode 28. I am Lance Follett up
1: everybody? I'm Forrest Holdala. Uh,
0: as always, sponsored by Levassa Island Apparel for uh, clothes that represent the South Pacific Islands, languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Check them out. Uh, livasaislandapparel.com. Forrest. Football season starts in two weeks.
1: You already know what it is, man. Radio Nation for life. You already know.
0: We're going to have 24 straight episodes that are probably going to be about football. I I I already made my apologies on Facebook.
1: Uh, It gets pretty bad. So I already made my apologies ahead of time in preseason. So uh, that is not really me. That's just football season me. So if you see me in football
0: season, don't mind me. You turn into a different person. This episode is not going to be about football. No, not at all. It's probably going to be a lot better, though. We are joined today uh, by our uh, our two guests from the motherfucking Mile High Club. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie and Dora, your girl Rosie, the voice of reason uh, here on the Polynesian Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for uh, for joining us today.
2: Oh, thank you for having us. It's honestly a pleasure to be here. I'm excited. And thank God you, we're not talking about sports because,
0: no. I saw that episode with your brother. Oh. You're like, tell us about sports. You play what position? I, was, I know, yeah, a bunch of people like that. It's a, but it's also good to have different conversations, especially oh, yeah. getting different perspectives from our people. So we are very appreciative of you guys taking the time today. Um, your guys's podcast started January 2020.
2: 2021 actually 2021 uh-huh. so yeah
0: so almost two years coming up on two years for you guys yeah, it's
2: very yes very close um it's january 5th is our birthday uh mm. and yeah honestly it's been a it's been a it's, shit, it's been a mother can we cuss can we cuss hey. <laughs> okay it's been a motherfucking roller coaster ride like
0: <laughs> Torah, how do you like uh being a host how did this it, start? Tell us about how you guys met. Like, how did the the idea to start a podcast even begin?
3: So whoever is not familiar, it's myself, Dora, and Rosie. And then we also have our other friend, Leah. And um, we're the three hosts on the Mile High Club. But we met in college originally at Cal State Long Beach. Uh, we all joined the Pacific Islander Club. And nice. we all had a high uh, position on the board. and. We would run events and like do a lot of behind the scene work, um, and I think we just realized we all worked well together and continued that friendship. And then this just came about, and it was natural, honestly.
1: You, you can tell how bad. dope it was by the way yeah. Rosie up there laughing, at <laughs> like she hadn't even talked about any other event, but Rosie's over there laughing already, thinking back <laughs> about what they used to do.
2: I'm laughing because when she said that we all had a position on the board, my position was like so fake. I don't know why <laughs> <on> the board. <laughs> I did like I did absolutely nothing when I was when it was my time to be on what, the board.
0: What was your board position?
2: I think I think I was treasurer, but like the only reason I was even treasurer is because the president at the time needed somebody to be treasurer. And she just looked at me what? and she was like, You're gonna be the treasurer. And I was like, Okay. <laughs>
0: Hey, that's the most valid position ever. When they just pick you, like you, yeah. treasure, bro, you could you go. safeguarding the money. That is like a trusted position. That's...
2: But it was I didn't even safeguard it. I did nothing. Like the like <laughs> the president and the vice president, they also had like the ability to sign off on the money. So I was like, okay, well, if you guys can sign off on it, why do I need to? Why do I got to be here? And she was like, because we have to fill up the board. <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: we have to fill this position, and I trust you yeah. with the money. Your presence yeah.
4: was needed
5: it was another just, presence was
0: that is needed and welcome Leah. welcome to the podcast the goddess
5: hey what's happening y'all thank you guys for waiting i promise i was walking i was i was doing a thing
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're good like we told them we're uh, very appreciative of you guys being able to come on and take the time we've heard 58 uh different episodes so far from the mile high club two seasons worth, so many different interview guys interviews that you guys have done um but i think Mm -hmm. it's it's time to hear more of the great interviews you guys can give so we're just going to ask about questions about how the the podcast started you guys meeting in college and that natural friendship turning into something where you guys are having great conversations and also the guests that you guys have on being able to talk to them and bring their perspectives from the road or whatever industry they're in—it's really dope. Um, it's also what helped us start our podcast. Like we were for so long thinking about trying to get rolling. What can we talk about? No one's really going to listen or whatever. But hearing you guys do your podcast—super entertaining. The guests you have on is great. Hearing other people start podcasts, seeing Ery on uh, Pacifica by Design getting interviewed—all hey. that together really jumped at us to get our ball rolling. So, thank you guys for that inspiration and we uh, appreciate you guys for it. Amen. Oh,
4: thank you. Thank,
0: thank you very much. No,
4: thank you. We appreciate
2: that a lot.
0: Where oh. where is home for you guys? Long Beach, Carson, Torrance? Uh
2: I say Long Beach. This is where we're, This is where we're a little torn. Yeah, this is where <laughs> the divide comes in. <laughs> I live away from Long Beach. I I'm, I grew up away from Long Beach, but I prefer Long Beach. And the reason why I say that is because we record in a particular location that I just don't need people knowing where I'm like, yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Security. No. What about you guys? You guys claim Long Beach?
3: Long yeah, we're Beach,
0: very yes. Long Beach podcast. Long Beach people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, I grew up in Carson, so it's Carson all day. Left Carson before... I was able to go to Carson High School, so not a Colt, but 222nd Street by the Toyota dealership.
1: 22nd, 223rd.
0: Um, we, just some questions about you guys getting started. Did you have like any hesitations when you guys first started or like um, any blocks to, to getting your podcast started, or how did you guys decide on getting it up and running?
2: Um, well, we tried one day uh for a whole entire different thing and that just didn't work out and then um with a larger group of friends yeah leah called me one night and she just she just was like hey we should we should do a radio show and i was like okay why not (laughs) and then i was like what's it going to be about what we're going to talk about we went through ideas and then like when it came to the title that's when you know we just started throwing things back and forth um and then finally we land on the Mile High Club and Leah was like, okay, but I don't want just us. I want Dora to be part of it. And I was like, for sure. Like, cause out of, out of our bigger group of friends that did the, the, the draft of what the podcast could have yeah. been. Our first just, Yeah. Our first. Yeah. The trial. One. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, me, Dora and Leah that pretty much got through. So we decided to just collectively just stay together as me, Dora and Leah.
3: And they brought the idea to me. I was, I think at the airport, I was going to a wedding in Alabama and they text me, can we hop on a call, gave me the idea. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. And that's kind of how it came about. But it all stemmed from Rosie and Leah, basically.
0: You guys just having bomb conversations where you're like, we should record these. People need to hear it. People need this information.
2: Yeah, we're hilarious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You guys are no it's great it's definitely entertaining and and also informational and sometimes educational but providing different perspectives is definitely something that people need more of and something we try to try to push Um, yeah I I think you're breaking up
5: can you see me now? this is what happens when you're like in the middle of the valley
0: Forrest, what were you going to say?
1: nothing really (laughs) (laughs) Actually, no, it's a, that, that's kind of the same way, uh, uh, the way our podcast is, almost the same way. Uh, they interviewed, I was actually an interviewee, and then two days later, they're like, hey, you just want to join the podcast?
0: I was like, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, we, me and Ery, when we jumped on, it's just like, we have this, we, we were roommates for years, so we are able to talk about anything and everything and have talked about the craziest stuff uh we were both bouncers so we're like at up at four or five in the morning after work having after work conversations so that was just like a natural kind of connection that's that we were always like bro we could definitely talk about stuff and record it and post it and it's not always easy to have that conversation with people especially like sometimes your guests come on and it's like it's low-key like pulling teeth like it's short answers or whatever so when when Forrest came on and it was one of, it was one of those connections and he just knows everything about sports and we just vibe on the same level. So we were like, we need to connect. And yes. Forest has been part of the show for the last year. Yeah, it's been fun.
2: Okay, Forrest. Let's go, Forrest.
1: Let's go. See? Yes. Like like just like you guys, we're pretty fucking funny too when we won to. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: We got jokes sometimes. I Some people find the jokes funny. It'd be great. Yeah.
2: You, guys you guys are funny. You guys are funny. I like <laughs> listening back to your most recent episode. You guys are definitely funny. The whole thing, oh, we will get into it soon, but like that whole mm. thing when you were like, if you don't stop whispering on this interview, like that <laughs> shit had me dying. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> you can listen to that last episode alongside the uh, untold episodes on Netflix. Uh, shout out to Ralph, by the way. Ralph Misa, yeah. Ratchet Ralph. Shout out to on instagram for for coming on and blessing us with his perspective on that and i don't know if like people want to listen to two straight guys talk about like the <laughs> entire like there's there's enough of that perspective right i mean um,
1: i have i have gay siblings and you know what i mean i have four of my sisters are transgender but still it was yeah i did have ralph on there explaining this. yeah Just
0: yeah better yeah more perspectives are better
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: you guys have um i've had a bunch of interviews a bunch of different uh guests on your show i, w- I won't ask for like the best interview because then people might low-key get mad but what what what's like the most memorable interviews for like maybe that connection with the person it was an easy conversation or like just a good time or good information that you got that you feel
2: funny enough we actually all three of us do have our favorite interviews um For me personally, like, my favorite interview that we've ever done so far was definitely, still to this day, Boss Lady Wit. I don't know. I think that was probably, like, that was the first time that you guys, I think, reposted for us, I want to say. Yeah, her episode is still to this day one of my favorite episodes, like, my top tier favorite episode. Um, Just because I just love her. Like, she's so, she's just so authentic. She's so Mm -hmm. free. All she does is travel, which is, like, Okay, <laughs>
4: right, right.
2: <laughs> and it's just she's just definitely like a different like she definitely destigmatizes de- a lot of the taboo stuff that we don't talk about in you know the poly community and the stuff that is kind of shunned and just not look like just looked down upon when it comes to our community and i love that i love that about her i i I still talk to her to this day she's so freaking amazing so shout out to you boss lady wit if you're listening
0: you better be (laughs) (laughs)
3: Shout
0: out, boss lady wit dora is is that do you share that sentiment
3: no i love that episode she was like crazy energy but i think since we're all different personalities we all have a different um favorite guest we've had on i think still to this day probably um we had a guest jay taj Um, We were introduced by Leah to him, but he kind of does, like, music videos, behind the scenes stuff, um, and, like, media, and he just had, like, a different perspective, um, and, like, a long career, actually, so he gave a lot of wisdom, so I really liked what he had, and, um, yeah, so that's probably my top.
0: I like the ones where you're, like, you learn about the person, but you also learn, like, some, like, life lessons that can change your day-to-day. Those are... Really, what we're all digging Uh for—just that kind of information. Um,
2: Right? Some guidance, some help, please. You know,
0: (laughs) something we can relate to. Like, oh, I get why you would feel that way, or (laughs) I get why that would work, or why that people think. Yeah, we talk a lot about stigmas and breaking them and taboos and. Oh yeah, where does it stem from? How do we how do we address it and fix it? We. We can get into that. That's that's coming up. I thought we um, sure.
1: one of you guys were going to say the Craig uh, interview because you guys made him so nervous.
0: Like, <laughs> Craig,
1: man, my bad. It was like, he was <laughs> he was trying his best to be like right at, after the, It was too fun. I was like, oh.
2: you know, I have to give Craig his props because he did his homework, and that is a very like he's a very very hard person to crack and like just just make you I don't know. He's just, I have to give him his credit because media training did him well. They did him so oh, well. Oh, yeah. He,
1: he, yeah. Was so,
0: he, he was good <laughs> yeah. answering the questions. Uh, Where did he get his media training from? Like, that was part of his agents or something?
3: Him and his family probably. Yeah. <laughs> yep, he, knew, <laughs> he knew to stay on top of it. But I did love that interview. But I do um, think it was hard to crack him at first. He knew exactly right. what to say. But I did like how he got kind of personal and let people in, like, a different side of him that, you yeah. probably don't really see on his stories
0: or something like that yeah yeah that that's really that's why your guys's interviews are so dope because yeah we can listen to these artists musics or or watch their the the films they make but hearing them talk about it and like ha- maybe how they wrote that song or what it's been like since really gives like that behind the scenes look at a, a more full person not just an artist that makes music right mm-hmm. um uh, where do you uh how do you guys set up interviews do you, do people just hit you up or do you have to go set those up do you have a booking person it's like, no no
2: it's like no we still we still have no. much hustle out here like. <laughs> we're still hustling people for these damn interviews Like, <laughs> i feel it mm-hmm. <laughs> thankfully enough like sometimes people hit us up like the artists that we want on the show sometimes they hit us up and say hey like i saw you guys interview with this guy like i, I want to hop on is that cool can we set up a time and so like we we i want to say we've had maybe like two or two or three artists that have done that everybody else like not saying that you know we're ungrateful that they've been like they mm-hmm. haven't asked mm-hmm. us but more so we still <laughs> definitely hustle like we still sliding in DMs. we still like and it's just us it, the yeah. team is literally just me dora and leo <laughs> Like, <yeah. laughs>
0: there's not an agency behind this this mm-hmm. is our <laughs> hustle this is our work nice you guys are definitely doing you're doing a great job the the content you guys put out the the video stuff your guys's instagram page that shit is neat that
2: That is is all leah yes
0: great to look at good job wait so leah does all the editing or the video production
2: so the video side um is leah's wife jen and then the graphic design side for instagram and all of our stories is leah all Leah like everything that you see on our Instagram is all Leah Mm -hmm.
0: sweet
3: and then Joy does our audio edits she cuts a lot of our reels and then I kind of do the behind the scenes work keep us organized Um, sometimes our group chat is going up and they're like wait what were we talking about five minutes ago and I'm like okay guys let's organize ourselves (laughs) keep the calendar updated any money we get in or out try to keep that organized so that's how we distribute work
0: Damn it, buddy. Every we team has that. somebody that's good with a list. <laughs>
1: Lance does all of that for us. I just show up when Lance sends me the invite.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, same, same. When Dora's like, hey, don't forget, we have a call. I'm like, oh, shit, you're right, we have a call.
1: <laughs> see that, exactly. I jumped off this flight, and I was like, I got to be some, oh. I, think- oh <laughs> inner- I, think.
0: I got you, bro. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's fun, it's I enjoy a lot the conversations that we have about sports and getting other people on. It's it's this is something fun to do. And uh I I hope people enjoy it or at least like listening to it.
3: Yeah. Cool. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I love Thanks. catching up on your guys' stories. You guys keep me up to date on all the sports. Stuff. I'm a sports fan, but I'm not like on top of everything, you know.
0: Yeah, we try to keep a like a consistent Every day posting to the story, sometimes right. a lot of stuff, but yeah, just stand up on the latest.
1: Who you got this year in the NFL, Dora?
3: Oh, Rams, all the way, baby Rams. Oh, hey. Rams,
1: <laughs> this interview's
0: done.
3: Well, <laughs> my, my dad's a Raiders fan, so like that can redeem me, okay? right, cool. You. Ah,
4: you
0: cool. <laughs> <laughs> he said, All ah, those cool, teams now, are cool. wrong. <laughs> no, um, as a Charger fan, definitely the third or fourth favorite team in los angeles behind the raiders and the rams and then the trojans so i feel like the little brother to the the rams and the, and the raiders and we can stop talking about football now guys <laughs>
4: oh, all right yeah
2: you're i actually i thoroughly enjoyed that little conversation <laughs> i don't
0: like it let's talk more about the My high club you guys have artists on all the time some of the, some of your guys's favorite artists for the the end of the summer
1: feelings are about to get hurt (laughs) (laughs) feelings are definitely about to get hurt
2: (laughs) um so far who i've been listening to a lot lately is one of our most recent interviews one take ocho um
1: oh not yet dope
2: yeah super super and like super genuine like guy in real life Mm -hmm. as well and i think that's what i appreciate too about our interviews like because not only do we, like, do you guys get to know who they are? But, like, that's our first time meeting these motherfuckers, too. Like, was... Right. Mm-hmm. I was...
1: really thought he was half uh, Polynesian. When he saw I was like, what? He's half Polynesian?
0: Oh, a lot of people right? don't know this. I'm half no. Poly. No. Right. <laughs> I was like, wait, that did not show up in my notes, sir. What? <laughs> uh, nah, I'm just playing. Hey, that was, a, that was another great interview. Oh,
4: thank
2: you. Yes. But, okay. yeah, he's, he's definitely on my playlist. Um, been playing some Craig. At least today, I played Craig. Yesterday I didn't, but today I did.
1: Um, <laughs> We're in the now. Don't worry.
2: Yeah, and then um, I've been listening to uh, Dora's cousin. Actually, I've been listening to Yada the Great uh, quite a lot. Um, oh, shout out
0: Yada cool. the Great.
2: And then following up was Keen Eye. Still, um, I do know Baymax is dropping his album tomorrow, or his summer EP tomorrow. Um, still listen to. Uh, venue and Bobby's music but like I haven't listened to anything new I'm not gonna lie I mostly just listen to like stuff those that came out, like yeah like stuff that came out in like 2021 2020 like I still listen to those songs like <laughs> nice. but that's in the poly community uh that yeah. I can think of yeah
0: <laughs> what about non-poly what are you listening to
2: non-poly oh that shit's all over the place uh <laughs> I've been stuck on this one song. It's called Hello, and it's called I think it's a remix. It's called Hello 2.0. It's by this guy named James Reed. I think he's Filipino, um, but he did this remix with two uh, former K-pop star or one former K-pop star, and then I think just a Korean rapper. But it's mm-hmm. such a good, it's such a good uplifting song. Like I listen to it like every day.
0: Hello 2.0. Yes, by James Please. Reed.
1: James,
0: sure you are about to check it out. Dora, what what artists are you excited about?
3: Um, probably like my summer playlist. It's mostly poly artists because we do have to do our research, so that's just what I've listened to all the nice. time. Um, but if I'm not listening to poly artists, it's like literally 2000 R&B, so that's why Hell, I'm so yeah. outdated. <laughs> um, but the top that's not from my...
1: that means you're a classic. Don't worry. Is that yeah. the best <laughs> era?
3: <laughs> yes, Nine, early, early 90s, 2000 R&B that's always on my playlist Mm -hmm. but for right now craig seven summers of course uh kenyon brown and dj noise and his sister being i believe yeah Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think etu i do listen to him a lot Yes, and then probably venu and bobby they kind of have some summer songs right now um but that's all i can think of at the top of my head
0: nice thank you etu's doing a music video
3: Yes. Yes, I oh did see God.
0: that. Have you guys heard anything else about that? I saw him post and we reposted uh his message about I'm about to do this music video. I want it to be big. It's never no right. regular degular.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm looking for these
0: up. type of people to cast. Yeah, he put out a. Whole has that, of- has the deadline for that passed, or do they already have the people? Does anybody know?
2: I, I don't know. Um, but my homie he sent it to me, and then he was like, "Oh, shout out to Etsy, man! Like, you know, always putting on for the community." And I was just like, "No, for real." But then I was looking at the casting call, and I was like, "I would never make that." Like,
0: what <laughs> it asked for. A just, Fijian yeah. man and yeah. a
5: mm-hmm. a,
0: poly, a woman of Polynesian descent. Yeah,
5: and I know I, was I, like,
1: sent the, I sent the list to uh, Frankie, Frankie Luvu, and he was like, "Well, if I wasn't in season, I would definitely have been the league role." I was like, "Get the hell out of here!"
0: Bro. <laughs> uh, you didn't want to apply for it. Any yeah. of us? I don't like Fijian, so I I'm to cast myself out. I could do one of the uh, warrior stuff. I could I'm not a small
1: or mid sized uh, Polynesian. <laughs> It's a, yo, I'm, not a, a mid-size I'm not a small mid sized Polynesian.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Bro, why you really... cut out half of the population like that? Right. If,
2: if you really think about it, like our body types are very different. So, like, you would technically be mid sized because if, sure. if, like, okay. our, our yeah. bodies are different, you know? Don't make like, me feel
1: good. Stop. Stop. Yeah.
3: Polynesian <laughs> mid sized. That's Except different. That's different. different.
1: I'm about Party to go to the mid-size. gym and the tank top be like, yo, yup, mid <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was told. Nice, <laughs>
1: right. by <a> very, <laughs> very reliable source,
2: <laughs> but no, I was like, I told my homie, I was just like, Yeah, no, I can't, I wouldn't make it just because my tattoos are like way too modern. So I was like, It wouldn't even look right. Like, what do I look um, like walking in there with the freaking koi fish like running around? Like, right, that
1: don't see, make no sense. I didn't think about that either. I got this big ass soul eater tattoo on my arm, so it <laughs> wouldn't
0: work. I don't think tattoos will disqualify you guys from being great parts and this guy's music video. Try know, it if you I, want to, is what I'm saying. I
2: a i 100 percent believe I could act my ass off in that, but no.
0: <laughs> I think I
1: look too much uh Filipino to be on the you
0: know what I mean? You're not a Fijian descent man.
1: No, I'm not Filipino have Samoan, it won't work. <laughs> what is uh
0: what is the future of the the Mile High Club? You guys ever think about E asked us about would you guys ever do like a tour? Like go on the yeah. road?
4: Sure
2: currently (laughs) currently hell no it's not it's not that's not the budget it's not the time (laughs) yeah if we
3: got a, I think if we got a sponsor we would definitely be open to that but definitely not in our budget right now i think our main goal well for me personally i would say is uh building our audience getting more content um and then we're trying to think of outside of the box ideas to have different conversations mm. with our community and involve more people rather than just, like, single interviews. So keep a lookout for that. Hopefully Ooh. that comes soon from us. Always nice. finalize stuff.
0: Yeah. Conferences, panels.
1: you yeah, should nice. really think about coming to uh, next year's Polyfest. It would have been nice to have you guys there this year.
0: That would be so – wow,
2: I didn't even think of that. That's, like, a great idea, except, you know, maybe they would do this off the stage if they were just like, oh, we want to hear these artists, not listen to
0: y'all talk, <laughs> like, you know. Y'all probably be like the hosts. Like, no, yeah, because, like, uh,
1: yeah, it was intro. All the artists. It'd be amazing. You get all the interviews there. Uh, yeah, you should really look into going.
0: I mean, what I was w- the polyfest rock the lot up in armor to come right? Lot. and
1: that was one, that was cool. I mean, because they have one in like, uh, I think they just finished in San Diego, they're doing one in Vegas, uh, this next month. I know they do one in Utah, but the one in, um, auburn i was able to go to uh i was able to be part of the media to take pictures back there it was dope um you guys that would definitely be in your wheelhouse because all the uh all the artists are just in the back chilling uh it's a really relaxed vibe um jesse and victoria dj loose and his wife they're really good hosts they're they're dopish yeah they're super dope so yeah
2: i was gonna ask i was like uh how is Tom Jablès like as a host? Because I, I mean, as oh, an MC, I heard he's dope, like, he's super he's fucking dope.
1: Like, yeah, if you have an event, he definitely probably event, he definitely be the guy you want hosting that event. Uh, I know Lulu too, uh, she's dopest, but like, Thomas energy is just so different, like, engaged with the crowd. Uh, and there wasn't a moment I, you could tell he was tired, he'd step off and get a drink of water, but. It's not like you had to force him back on stage. He was just like drink water. It was like we're like, going back. Like, I got to be on stage. You know, that's that's what I came for. Yeah. So he loves it.
5: Yeah.
0: Not to work. Yeah.
5: yeah, you could tell he loves it. He's just super. You could tell he's very Bay Area. And, like if you're the
1: man yes. amen to that. And listen
5: to him. Yeah, definitely.
1: He will tell you about it too. He'll let you know he's from the Bay Area.
2: <laughs> Doesn't everybody <laughs> from the Bay Area? Yeah. yeah, from the Bay that Area. Too.
1: That too. Yeah. Did
0: you say the Polyfest was a circuit? Like they're doing it in different cities, or is this?
1: Well, I mean, they're not all connected to one company, but like different big,
0: um, big. Yeah, so like
1: um, Jesse, Jesse travels, and uh, if he can, he'll DJ at each one. So um, like they're all connected in a way, but not in one company. So Mm -hmm. and they all reach out to help each other out to put the stuff on. Like if they need help, like uh, I know Jesse and Victoria. uh, had helped like a whole bunch of people who put on their own uh Polyfest in Vegas. They were there helping out. Uh, I know the people in San Diego had the same people from Vegas helping out. So yeah, I mean, being a, of the Polynesian community also helps because, you know, we're all tied some way, you know, like you're preached to when you're little, uh, it takes a village. So when you get older, it's still the same it takes a village.
2: Mm-hmm. That's so nice. Go our community if we're talking to each other.
0: Yeah. You yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. we right, gonna we'll talk, talk about each other, other. after.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about each other later, but we'll
1: talk yeah, but to each other. We're, in we're, we're doing it all together. That's cool. We'll put it on and then we'll talk later.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we're all about community and getting more people on the board of stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's switch gears. Before we get into some of the maybe cultural changes we need to address um have you guys watched that uh, documentary on netflix
3: oh who has, has it yeah doc-
0: our <laughs> our documentary Ow. Ow. our people's documentary everybody's got an opinion <laughs> on it everyone's got a take um
4: let's <laughs> about
5: documentary
0: <laughs> untold the girlfriend who didn't exist two episodes on netflix by tony vinuku and i think ryan mm-hmm. davis um when did you guys watch what do you guys think?
1: Uh, Just dump it yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me let me get this out first. Hold on. <laughs> okay, I'll
2: I'll go first cuz I think my opinion is probably the most differing from Dora's and Leah's. Um personally for me, I I do f- I do uh I understand like where he's coming from. I understand why he wanted to tell his side of the story and I understand you know, the, the direction that the documentary took. I don't believe, I don't, I don't think he deserved at all what happened to him, you know? I don't think Naya's sorry. I will never think Naya's sorry. And I'm sorry, but I just, I just don't. Um, and I don't, I blame the journalists as well. Honestly, I have, I blame everybody in this goddamn documentary <laughs> for everything. I blame everybody. I, I, everybody has a problem. Everybody sucks in this documentary. But I will say I don't feel as bad for Manti as everybody else, only because in the end, you know, he is married now. He has children now. He's doing great for himself. And I feel like he found his closure in a way that a lot of people aren't granted access to, especially when it comes to catfishing. You know, like some of those times, it's just, it's just sad. Like MTV, like MTV catfishing, that shit's mm-hmm. sad. Like, you ain't get no closure after that shit. But... With him, <laughs> I definitely think that this was like a great. This was a great opportunity for him to get closure for himself, and a great opportunity to rebuild himself and be able to move forward from everything. And he did it with grace. He did it with grace. He did it with style, and I I love that for him. But I don't feel bad. It's been ten years. You moved on. I moved on. I'm gonna laugh at everything going on on Twitter. But <laughs> but that's all. So that's You're how saying I there's no happens. reason
0: to bring this back up.
2: Yeah, for me right. personally, I was like, why do we bring it up 10 years later? Because now I just, I, I understand everything now. Like, a lot of the gaps were filled, hmm. but I, I was like, well, I didn't need the gaps to be filled because I forgot this even happened. <laughs> like...
0: Please. She says, this should not exist. Lear Dora, your thoughts?
4: I'm so-
5: Wait, we're still talking about um our initial... Opinion of the documentary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I agree with I I don't think Nia was sorry at all. I think the entire time I was really struggling, like not to throw my TV against the wall, just because it was just like frustrating. Like, who told you to come back to life? You know, like he can't just hit him at the peak of his (laughs) peak of his senior career. Amen. Right before the draft. Right before the, the championship game. Talking about it's me. Amen. Like you know, I think that's what really got me like the entire doc- Yeah, like in in the doc when the best friend. Okay, I don't know how we're gonna define best friend because worst live up to his best, best friend duty.
0: Friend ever
5: <laughs> worst
0: best friend.
5: And not best friend thing, you know. Yeah, when he was like, ronaya should have been in Disney." I, that was the one true thing, the one thing that I would have backed him up on was that. But um, I feel like the documentary in total just kind of goes to show, like,
4: <laughs>
5: love is blind. No, um, it goes blind. to show, like, we're all, we're all just in a race against the media at the end of the day. And it comes, it's kind of funny because, like, all of us, you know, here on this call, we're on the other side. We're on the side of the media. And we kind of just see, like, how... Our conversations really do have an effect, but we would never do people dirty like that,
0: right, guys? No,
2: not like no that. Never. <laughs> never,
0: never, ever. We would be responsible. with what we put out,
2: I will never disguise my voice.
0: Oh no, yeah, love is <laughs> Obviously, it's deaf too. So <laughs>
1: no, <laughs>
0: that's another question. Was it was it really Naya doing eight different voices, or were there other people involved?
1: i don't know no, Dr. no one will ever it. know
0: <laughs> dora your thoughts
3: honestly like rosie said like why did they bring it up i personally wasn't gonna watch it because i really didn't care i remember it all over the media but mm-hmm. i didn't care but rosie did ask us to watch it so we give mm-hmm. our opinion and um i'm kind of glad i did because like she said it filled in the blanks of like Cause you just like knew he was at the top of his career. And then all you knew was he got catfished and the media hated him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know all the details. Mm-hmm. Cause I think I was still a little younger and I didn't care too much.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but my perspective personally is I think it really opened my eyes or helped me explain more to my younger brother and like the boys in our family, like how much it's so different to date nowadays, even though that was 10 years ago, like that it's so different for them because you can get catfish so easily. And I think I do tell them then they're like, nah, like I don't believe you or whatever, but it, it opens their eyes to say like, look, this happened to somebody so big, which with a big platform, it could happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. So I think it, sorry, Monty and all that stuff he went through, but it is like a learning lesson for people. And you can put that out there for your family and stuff. So I think that's one takeaway you can take from it, if anything.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think Manti gets enough of the blame for continuing to lie about it after he knew.
4: He heard her come
0: back to life the second time.
1: Scared kid, man. That's what it was, man.
0: No, he brought her back to life by listening to her breathing for a month. (laughs) But then when she came back to life the second time, you should have known something was up. This is not Jesus that you were in a relationship (laughs) with. Something fishy going on. Probably don't keep telling people about your dead girlfriend and how it's pumping you up to play. Yeah, i I feel you on that one. I I feel like if he would just want to said I'm playing for my grandma, but yeah, how do you uh, this story, this narrative is already uh built throughout the whole season. How do you back off of that without taking a big hit in credibility or popularity or stuff? Because after they thought that he was part of it, he thought that he was part of engineering this to get sympathy for votes or uh, for views pretty much for clout like let me get a heisman mm-hmm. trophy off of this the death of my grandma and my girlfriend on the same day
2: on the yeah. same freaking day that was another thing that pissed me off about naya i'm sorry if you guys know her whatever but i'm sorry <laughs> bitch you pissed me off um
3: <laughs> she, i'm
2: like why would you do it on the same freaking day you couldn't yeah. wait like a week bitch like <laughs> you know, hey, granny have the day like <laughs> yeah, Granny have the day, like sister. Come on, man! Like you could have just wait a little bit.
0: That's that's another thing that I was thinking about when I saw it. Is it clear that Naya knew that his grandmother had died that day? Because that's she says, up.
1: "Of course he knew." Shit! Well, no,
0: she says he was being short to me that morning, and then I like blacked out, <laughs> and I'm not proud of what I did. Not short enough, it. not short enough. <laughs> We're not so. I just want to find out that I have questions.
3: I have questions. There, yeah, there still is a lot of questions. Like who's Chris and who? Why is he sending these emails? They didn't who's answer Chris? that. They didn't answer that, which they really should have.
0: We need to hack that spin. Find their emails. Who sent that? I don't. It'll, they probably use their own email account. They didn't know to change it. They just. No,
2: yeah. Chris, <laughs> okay. Chris,
0: Christopher from Laia
4: <laughs>
2: on twitter oh my god i don't even know if i should say this but somebody on twitter i'm just quoting somebody on twitter okay so it's not coming from my mouth so but on twitter someone was like someone was like fuck you chris i know your tongue in like
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what a hater yeah. that's rough yeah and there definitely are just- a lot of questions
2: the chain, of, the chain of replies, just like, don't put this on us. <laughs>
1: nah, I was telling Lance when uh, we were talking about it, like, uh me growing up in uh, American Samoa, and then, like, knowing that he's from Laie, and just last night, I was giving a dig to everybody from all the boys from Year. but what I was trying to say was, yeah. Polynesian boys from the island, when a girl from the States contacts you like that, all you're thinking is, like, what? A girl from California? No way. You don't ask questions. You don't. You just tell all your friends that, hey, there's this girl in California that wants to be with me. Oh God, <laughs> That's all bitch. you're thinking about. And then, yep, same thing. And then you believe everything because you've never seen anything like her on Island. Let me tell you. you all these fools that are making fun, especially the older ones, there was they used to have this chat room called Samuel Chat back in the day. You didn't know nobody on that thing. And you were all on there trying to hook up with somebody you didn't know. So, you know what I mean?
0: Just out here typing away, ASL. Yeah.
2: What are you? <laughs> not ASL. Oh my God, no! Right, not knowing that
0: the person you're talking to is a six
1: foot dude sitting next to you in the uh, computer <laughs> <bathroom>. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, I I get it. I get it. Like a lot of the questions that people had about him, like not asking for screenshots or like video chat. It's it's hard. Like especially with his schedule uh, as a football player. Like you saw, all he wants to do is play football. And that was so convenient for him that he didn't have to... I mean, that's convenient for any uh, guy who's like... you know To have like, a
0: relationship without right. having, physical, right. having yeah, to physical... Having to do physical relationship.
1: Yeah. Or having to spend that much time with somebody.
2: Mm-hmm. So I don't like how you phrase that.
0: <laughs> without having to spend time. That's how I <laughs> got a relationship without having to put anything into the relationship. Yeah. He Oil just had to, to take no the effort.
4: Yeah. It's
1: real. I mean, and that's not just dudes. I mean... I know a lot of my friends that played uh, sports in college. The girls that I uh, used to hang out with, and then the boys that I played uh, baseball with. Uh, like you don't have any time, and the convenience for you to have someone like you could really just like chill out with, and then not have to worry about like, damn, I spend this much time with this person, this much time. It's just convenient for a lot of people who are playing collegiate sports. So
2: what oh, I'm okay. hearing. What I'm hearing is I need to get a boyfriend who plays sports.
0: (laughs) Right. And then you won't have to bother him. You won't have to like, not bother him, but see him. Do you not want? Is that what you want? You don't want like a living boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I want.
3: (laughs) Well, see, (laughs) I I would like to do a relationship with little to no effort, but you know, physically not online. Mm -hmm. Cause then, you know, like, like I said, you don't know if they're real. I want little to no effort in real life. You know, well, uh, <laughs> I want it easy in real life.
0: You date a collegiate yeah. athlete, you're going to get that too. <laughs> I feel like you should just meet them one time in person just to make sure. Just,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Just just a, uh, like so a glimpse into his schedule
1: or an athlete's schedule. You're going to wake up, you have workouts in the morning at like six. So you go from like six to eight. You go back, you have a uh, study hall and that's before class. So now you're from study hall from eight to nine. Then You have your classes from like whatever 9 30 to like 11. Then you got to go back to study hall before your second practice, and then after your second practice, maybe you get something to eat or you go home and sleep, you know what I mean? So, in between that,
0: yeah, you but have time. to sound business. like a <laughs> schedule that can allow for that. And this this and that is, allows this is, for relationships,
1: yeah. This is preseason, this is even in, in season. So, now yeah, when you're in not- season, either you're traveling, you have a game, you have practice, or you have your team, so yeah.
2: See, this is just bringing up more insecurities. Like, I'm not gonna date because you're just gonna cheat. <laughs> you don't
0: uh, have time to an cheat. An athlete. You
1: don't have time to cheat.
0: Oh, you, you
2: got time cheat. to cheat, okay? But motherfuckers make time to cheat, okay?
0: <laughs> that that is true. I feel like but anything could be said for both sides. True. Like women, also? Not like I mean, yes. Anybody specifically, but people well, that are I mean, gonna I'm cheat speaking, are gonna I'm
1: cheating. speaking of just an athlete in general, not just not just dudes like. That's for women too. That's a schedule for women too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody they do have that reputation. <laughs> no, everybody cheats. Uh, that's that's for yep. sure. With each other, with the uh, same sex, different sex, they cheat. Yeah,
2: you can't yeah. trust nobody. Nah. Basically, uh-uh.
0: guys, no, no. <laughs> you can. There's somebody out there for all of us. Okay, you can. We some of us have found ours.
1: Some of us are one going one to one one find time. ours. Right.
0: <laughs> it's there. Don't worry. They're going to be good for you. They're not going to cheat. You're gonna be your safe person. It's gonna be, it's gonna be happiness. I do. Speaking I have of a, which, I am a hundred and ten pound husky. That's the love of my life. There you go. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> Switch gear real quick. Thinking about happiness. What is happiness? How do you achieve it? How do you personally? What is what is happiness to you? And what's your plan to get in there?
5: Shit,
1: I don't
0: know, <laughs> bro. Right. <laughs>
5: That's a toughie. I see you
1: hitting this with the heart. Yeah. <laughs> happy is tough. Happy Dora, is tough. Dora, Dora is looks tough. happy. Dora looks like she's about to tell us what happiness is.
3: I mean, I feel like you can't be happy all the time, but I usually am the happiest True. when I'm with my family. Um, you know, just having a good time. I think we can all relate to that. But the ultimate happiness, I definitely don't have that answer. I can't tell you guys.
0: Just being with family is a Something that brings joy and happiness.
3: All the time, no. No, not all the time. But, <laughs> you know, on the good days, the extremes. Yeah. Spurts.
1: Spurts.
0: Nice. Let's talk about uh, new music or, uh, not music, sorry, new television shows or movies that you guys are watching. Something I saw oh. the trailer on uh, that's coming out is Tim Burton's Wednesday. Yeah, That is on Netflix. It's creepy and spooky. And I, my daughter's middle name is Wednesday. Well, it's also Lulu.
5: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, we're big Adams family fans. And is,
5: was that the reason that you guys that you named her that?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's um,
5: so cool.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, we wanted to make it someone so that we could hide it in there.
4: <laughs> yeah. So <your> okay.
0: <laughs> Yo, and then a and then a whole Netflix series started up. So I'm like, I am in. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all spooky and creepy and stuff. What are you guys watching? What's 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 new?
2: Shit. Um, for me right now, I'm watching uh, Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. Season finale is tomorrow. Not ready. Okay. Not prepared. But I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it's really, really good. Um, definitely, like, real life, you know, mystery detective, you know, random people made a podcast and now solving a murder in their building, you know? It's like Ooh. that. Very fun, very very fun, very chaotic and fun. And I I think if you're into like creepy and you know like just I mean it's not Adam's Family but like it's just it's just fun, mm-hmm. very nice. like killer vibes but like with a twist of hilarity. It's that's definitely Only Murders in the Building. That's what I watch right now. I watch hella reruns of Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's my shit. Nine
0: nine. Nine
2: nine.
0: <laughs> yeah, Big Fan of Nine Nine. Good stuff.
2: Brooklyn,
5: Brooklyn
2: is cool oh it's so good it's so freaking good oh i laugh still at the same things and i watched it for like the past
0: like three months yeah i was sad that they wrapped what was it like I nine seasons
2: two. it was eight seasons um nine episodes in the last season
0: oh, i like yeah. it yeah i think Thank Did you. Th- do you think they had to stop doing cop stuff like after 2020
2: no they they, they had like one big... more year
0: and then they wrapped
2: i think it i think just the viewership was just like kind of going down after a little bit and i think uh just nobody i don't know i it just it just came to an end and i was very sad but you know it had it ran its course and i think they did a very good job and the i mean granted the last season felt super super rushed but yeah. i think it's because they didn't i didn't i don't even think they knew they were going to get canceled
0: oh day. I yeah. don't think they, they were wrapping up some stuff like they were tying up some ends but yeah it was definitely a bummer when that show ended
2: yeah because I think the whole entire series was actually supposed to end on season 9 episode nine so
0: so we're supposed to get nine, another nine? season
2: no mm-hmm. it's over <laughs> damn it no
0: give it up,
2: <laughs> yeah, give
5: it up.
0: <laughs> you're not Starless. gonna get another. Starless. <laughs> But it would be 9-9. Nine nine. That would be so cool. What are you guys watching?
5: Okay, I'm a sucker. I, I get so much but I'm a sucker for, like, trash reality TV. Like, Real Housewives, 90 Day Fiance, like, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll Luke Jan in, who's um, a big reality TV hater, but she watches it and somehow gets addicted because that's all I have on. Um, I can't even tell you any, like, other shows. We do watch Only Murders in the Building. That's a really good one. Um, I'd promote it more but I don't have a check for it
0: <laughs> <laughs> nothing for free
5: and um, I know and that's about it actually I'm not too big on TV unless it's like trash reality
0: uh, have you ever watched Below Deck or any of I- that series
5: Below Deck Med is my favorite
0: <laughs> Yo, Sammy watches Below Deck and every time uh-huh. she's like she has it on and I'll sit down and be start watching it like while I'm eating your stuff. And next thing I know, I'm like, you are not qualified to be the bosun. You need to be out. <laughs> you're not even in your whites. You need
4: to Yes. do do it. There's don't so much it.
0: drama. It, but I feel like it's manufactured. It this boat's be. never yeah. going the boat is never gonna crash, but every break, it feels like it. And <laughs> I know that is just great editing.
5: Yeah. Jen never fails to tell me, like, Jen will tell me, like, mid-episode, like, climax of the episode, she'll remind me, like, you know, it's fake, right?
4: <laughs>
5: no, no. <laughs>
0: that's me. Like, <laughs> I'm,
5: I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat, like, gripping gripping the cushion. She's like, you know, it's, it's not real.
1: <laughs> that's so, exactly.
4: Uh,
5: yeah. Back to that happiness question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my happiness.
0: <laughs> every time I every time I tell Sammy, you know, it's it's like edited and low-key scripted. She's like, so is wrestling. You still get super hyped about that. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah, I, was you just,
1: about to say, I got kicked out of the house one time for telling my family that wrestling's fake. They were like, okay, you can leave now. I was like,
0: oh, okay. You're, you're no longer part of this family. Right. You
2: should, you should have, you should have got kicked out. Yeah, don't do that.
0: <laughs> There's some more wrestlers, Torah. What are you watching?
3: Um, I've started Peaky Blinders because they keep talking oh. about it, and I feel now left out. It. But it I'm literally only right. on episode two, so don't spoil anything.
0: do um, I, I don't. I also haven't started Peaky Blinders. What is your guys you, pitch man. to watch that movie or to watch that show?
1: Life changing. Um, you want to be life changing. You know I mean. You'll gather all your boys, uh, and all of a sudden you're gonna be selling uh, illegal whiskey and uh, guns. I promise you. <laughs> it'll make me wanna
0: do drugs, illegal drugs?
1: What trade? Yeah, it'll uh, it'll take you back to my adolescence and
0: uh Peaky Blinders, <laughs> blinders. Tori's watching towards Piggy Blinders at Just started. Not,
2: we we're not gonna skip over that. What what the fuck you mean? It took you back to your adolescence. <laughs>
1: Hey, I did a lot of things when I moved to the states. When I moved to the states, you know what I mean. You're a young kid from American Samoa, and someone tells you you can make money uh, doing certain things, and it's easy. You don't say no. You just say, "Mike, give me. <laughs> I'll do it." <laughs> you say, you "Buy one of the Peaky Blinders." blinders. Right. Well, peaky Blinders gives a Man, get show. Uh, it has action, drama. Uh, it'll make you cry. It'll make you excited. It'll take you on a roller coaster, Lance. Let me tell you that.
5: Yeah, Piggy Binders is just good. Okay. Um, you get way too attached.
1: Yo, amen.
5: Yeah. They catch you off guard with it. Like you don't think you care about the character, and then the character has gone, and it just Ooh. like leaves this hole in your heart. yeah
0: <laughs> Dora, And, Dora, then,
1: they and, they say, <laughs> and like, then they come be back. Quiet now. Be quiet now. I haven't watched it all.
0: Jora, do you feel the? Do you hear this? Or, or do you feel like you're about to be attached to some of these characters? How do you feel about the yeah, first few episodes
3: probably like well they said like action and stuff like that i really i think my favorite tv series is narcos so i feel like it kind of maybe relates so i think i'll like it but i'm only on like season i think like episode two so it's like kind of slow right now but we'll see
0: what is what uh channel is peaky blinders on or what streaming service on
1: netflix
3: netflix
0: netflix and there's a lot of it's sex about in it. sex and Seriously. drugs Seriously. There's a
2: lot of sex it'll be random it'll be fucking random
4: oh it just pops up
2: I was like like, I'll be like in the middle of like watching a serious scene and then two seconds later cuss somebody fucking and I'm just like Okay, next.
1: I don't. It's integral to the story. <laughs> no,
2: no, it is not. No, it is not forced. No, it's, it's just not. a transitional
1: slide. It shows you the deep relationship between two people in the story. That's what it is.
5: <laughs> when when the writers don't know what
2: scene to put, they just right. Write. Let's just throw in a sex scene.
1: That's why they're so close because they have sex together. Cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is the wrong message to send to people.
0: <laughs> Peaky Blinders, sex and drugs, drug dealing.
2: And illegal arms dealing,
0: and illegal betting, and,
2: yeah.
0: and betrayal, so.
1: and
2: betrayal.
5: Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's kind of inspirational. Like um, they always make things work at the end of the day, right? And then you get the strategic of uh, illegal activity,
1: right? <laughs> and you're never above family.
3: Yes.
0: All right. Oh. Look out for that, <laughs> Dora. Anything else besides the the drug dealing show? I'm so
3: sorry, Dora. <laughs> I know. Um, That's it. I mean, normally I'm literally re-watching like romantic comedy. So like there's no update on that. You guys all seen those if you watch romantic comedy. Have you watched uh,
1: Love it. Life on HBO Max?
3: Oh, I have not. I don't have HBO okay. Max, but I need to get somebody's login. So if y'all want to share, let me know.
2: <laughs> I got you, sis.
3: Okay. You. <laughs> love
1: love Life is something you should watch. You'll definitely like that.
0: Bro, everything's yeah. just becoming a streaming service now, though. You got to like buy, you got to pay like 15 bucks for... Two shows that you watch on one channel like for hbo or something like that
2: isn't this kind of like what was like what everyone was against at a certain point in the internet i forgot what it was called like it was like net something Mm. net neutrality net neutrality
0: oh net neutrality is letting what internet providers choose what content to show first right
2: i don't remember i'm not that smart here um
0: <laughs> i have a computer hold on go for it keep talking about it though I'll be, I'll i thought
2: i thought net neutrality was you have to pay for like everything like you got to pay if you want to read this you got to pay for it if you want to watch this you got to pay for it like i thought that that's what net neutrality was and i was like no i'm not for that and then you know now i'm paying for like five different fucking streaming services and i'm broke but you know. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's what net neutrality is, but that is <laughs> what we're going through right now. Capitalism, late stage.
1: Right. Because the net of was, the country. That's exactly um, what the net wasn't made for. It was actually made to bring information to everybody for free. So, I mean, that's
0: weird. Yeah, Everything's a
3: streaming service.
0: Right. Well, like everything needs to make money for somebody now who it's kind of a bummer. But if we stick with our mm-hmm. passions and continue to be creative, we can continue to use those to bring positivity into the world. You're Don't so get dragged down. <laughs> no, I'm just trying not to get dragged down by capitalism <laughs> and politics and I love it so much. I'm talking about it not actual capitalism. exactly it's what terrible. I'm going
1: to tell myself next time someone asks me to shoot an event and tells me I'll pay you later.
0: <laughs> well yeah, how do we how do we use what we're good at and what we love to do to support ourselves? Like, how do you turn your show into something where you guys can not have to do, like, a day job or not have to spend time away from your home and families? Like, that's, I guess, the, the engine that we're kind of thinking through right now is how can we be a blessing but also not have to work day jobs? Tired of working for people.
4: Shoot.
5: Who you telling me? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. That's been, like, a, a year-long conversation we've been having. Um, I think at the end of the day, it just kind of goes to show, we really have to look at ourselves and see how we can provide value to those around us. Mm -hmm. I guess just learning how to leverage your skills and like what you bring to the table and like understanding the value that you have in your product, in your show, podcast, whatever it is that you're doing, your skill, understanding the value that you have in it and turning it into numbers. At the end of the day, it's a numbers game. So if you approach... People with big numbers, you gotta show them how you can add value to that. And then that could be in the form of, you know, just sponsorships, partnerships, um, affiliate marketing, stuff like that. You just have to you just have to see the value in yourself and what you bring.
0: Everybody does have value and can bring something. We just gotta figure out what you're good at and who you need to be around. Is it like finding the right people? Like you guys. You know, you found the right people, right? You, you guys are with your group. But is it more finding like-minded people or people who, who, like, fit more with what your idea is, I guess?
2: Like, in terms of moving, like, forward with what?
0: Like a passion, like creating a... Like, making a passion, an idea that you have around your passion, like a reality. Like, is it oh. more finding it finding just finding people that are like-minded
2: yes and no it's always i feel like it's always good to have like i think the, the like doris said earlier the main reason why we work so well together is because we're all very different and we have differing opinions and we have um a lot like we are we're still very much the same on a lot of things but we because of our different personalities like it just kind of balances itself out and with the like when it comes to turning um like something that you love into like a full-time thing I mean granted one I don't know but in order to start (laughs) in order just to start it like it's always good to have people around you who support your idea but also will tell you the truth like hey that's lame don't do that like don't this isn't something that you should you know like say maybe try phrasing it this way like it's not always good to have yes men around you always have people who will support you, but also keep you in check. And that'll definitely help you a lot when it comes to like succeeding. Cause we keep each other in check. And I feel like right. that's, that's been like one of the greatest successes of mile high club, just being able to check each other on certain things. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. Like I think what works with us is like kind of getting out of our comfort zone or meeting new people. I think when we stay, like, even me personally, like, doing this show, like, I really don't like posting too much on social media. I'm, I try to, like, to be private. But um, I just, I'm, like, an old lady, basically, with social media. But I feel like doing this has gotten me out of my comfort zone. So us meeting new people, people that can add value or, you know, give us money, basically, because that's what you need to succeed. And mm-hmm. then, but, like, still staying true to our core values. because why are we going to work with somebody that we totally disagree on or don't truly genuinely like them as a person? That's when it gets like tricky and you start selling yourself and stuff like that. Mm.
0: What are, what are some of the things, what are some of the costs that go into producing the podcast?
2: the mics the 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 couches right here that you see that fucking costs a lot the the backgrounds right here that cost. the roadcaster costs a lot of money the little desks on the side the little nightstands that hold the freaking mic grips that that costs a lot too this little stand that this this thing is on that costs money like our phones cost money like every that that fucking light over there costs money the speaker costs money like everything fucking costs so goddamn much
3: it really (sighs) does yeah i think luckily like joy edits for us and stuff like that so we don't pay an editor or something like that but like you know if we do get busier then we are gonna have to start outsourcing to edit and stuff like so that costs money that people don't think about like Mm -hmm. uh, storage storage on our phone and like sending videos we have to pay for those services that people don't think about because you you can't send like an hour-long video just through text you like literally have to send it through we transfer whatever so we pay for all that stuff that I feel like people don't often talk about
5: yeah definitely and not even just like monetary things but time mm. and like effort and like people don't understand that it's not that easy to carry on a conversation yeah like as much as we talk out in real life and stuff like that we can discuss things over like lunch or dinner and stuff like that when you hop on a mic we are really good at just staring at each other <laughs> <laughs> 40 minutes. but um so it takes time to like really kind of focus on what our episode is going to be like mind you our episodes do get a little bit chaotic and like random Mm -hmm. but at the we have an outline like we have something laid out we have topics that we want to discuss and that's just not like hey let's show up and just start talking Yeah. like it takes time and like mental space and and um yeah, and like Dora said, like, we just started doing visuals this season, Well, yeah, like, mid this season, and even that's tough. our video editor has to use, like, three different devices just to put stuff together, and it's just like, Rip. those devices didn't come off of a tree, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, and people just don't see that sometimes, but at yeah. the end of the day, it, it does what it's supposed to do, like, our goals are coming into fruition little by little. Um, I don't know. That's that's all we can really ask for at this point.
0: I think people don't realize they think that, you know, putting just putting up content is, you know, just as easy as recording and pressing posts when there's a lot that goes into it. Like Rosie said, there's a lot of equipment that goes into it. There's a lot of time. mental space is huge. Sometimes we like, Mm -hmm. hey bro, do you want to record tomorrow? I don't it's not (laughs) not there. It's not there. Um yeah there's so much that comes together for just producing an hour or two of a show and it money can help a lot of those things happen or you'd be able to do those things so how do people sponsor you they, they do just get a whole
3: <laughs> yeah we haven't had a sponsor yet like on one of our episodes
0: I've, yeah, I've, but
5: that's kind of cool because uh, we've been doing it ourselves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you get you guys a sponsor or like right. somebody that you guys will buy with Obviously. that will pay you to do your show? Like, we just got to send out emails to people. Look at this dope show that a lot of people are listening to. Get your seltzer on it or something like that.
1: Right, like or y'all in Long Beach, man. Roscoe should be sponsoring you guys for sure.
2: On some <laughs> real shit. <Roscoe's. laughs> I would, I would love for Roscoe's to sponsor us. Like, I love me an Obama special. I'm just saying, that's my <laughs> shit.
1: You be eating on the podcast, talking about it.
2: You, di- this shit, the podcast will be a mukbang. I got you. Like- <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we just got to figure out how to get you guys paid for what you're doing. Not that I mean, you guys are doing a great job what you're doing now, but definitely a sponsorship and an influx of cash could make. Guys, life's easier. Oh, Oh, it would make all
2: the difference. If they paid, if they, if whoever sponsored us paid me like what I make hourly, I would call out of work, no problem. Like, (laughs) and you could just do that. Yeah. I would call out of work and just be like, yeah, I'm not coming in. And I got paid for the day still. So I'm not missing no money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's it. We just got to figure out what pays us.
3: Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like our our big goal with season two was to kind of start pushing out more content or like having different streams for people to view us or listen Mm -hmm. to us. And, um, I think we're doing really well with it. Yeah. You know, just utilizing YouTube and like getting our visuals out there because our entire season one was like no visuals at all. It was just audio. And, um, we, we killed it. We killed that shit. Like it was a great season one and like, our audience just started to grow. So now that we're perfecting the visual side of it, like I'm 110% sure that season three is going to be over the top and like we will get those sponsorships.
0: Hey, and let's go.
5: On those
2: analytics. Manifestation.
0: Put it out there. what a, When is the end of season yeah. two? Why, season one was what? January to September? Season two, yeah. January to September again? What do you guys Go,
2: we run all the way from yeah. January to uh the first week of October.
0: Oh, nice, and then a holiday right. break, yeah. Spooky season, I love it.
2: Spooky season, my birthday, and spooky Christmas. Yes.
1: So, what's, what's everybody's Halloween costume this year?
2: I'm gonna be a Grim Reaper.
1: Dope,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm we're, I think Nora's gonna be nine, wait, six, seven months. And she might be baby Moana, so I am I might be Maui. See, or, you, you get, or, the get, yeah. or the oh.
1: dad.
0: Or oh, the, the grandma. Or the grandma. <laughs> I could get that stingray tattoo. It's going to be dope. What about you, Forrest?
2: Yeah. What's, what are you going to be?
0: Uh, I'm probably going to be a bouncer
1: because I'll be working. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Halloween is the busiest night for clubs. Like, yeah. it's yeah. the busiest oh, yeah. and the, the drunkest.
1: Right, I'm going to be an asshole that night.
0: <laughs> Yo, yeah, high volume nights. You gotta stop it at the door. Anybody's super drunk, you just don't get back in. It's not worth it.
4: It's not. not worth it. Don't
0: let them in. If you're a bouncer and you're listening to this and you're going to work at the club, don't let them back in if they're super drunk, bro. Nope. Yeah. Family don't.
4: or not,
3: family or not, don't Yo, yeah. back in. Right.
0: Especially family. Family shouldn't right. even be coming to your door. I know. <laughs> And if they I mean,
1: tell, you you, he, my let, yeah, you know, if they if bouncers that work with me, if they tell you that they paid me two hundred to get in, it's not true. I don't know how they got it.
0: <laughs> it's you can, well, yeah, bouncers can make money. No, but you Halloween. be a bouncer for Halloween. No, 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 I'm getting off,
1: man. Uh I, I like Halloween. I'm gonna go spend. You it. Can't with you Can't
0: take off Halloween. It's hell like yeah. not allowed. Yeah, I watch me. Uh, <laughs> Nice. Uh what if Force we just has value?
1: Yeah. man My nieces and nephews come before anything. And my dog. Uh, and your dog. And my mm-hmm. dog. So I don't know. They all wanted to be uh ninja turtles last year. So I think we're gonna do a theme this year. We'll yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, Michelangelo, Raphael, and oh there's also <laughs> <awesome> two.
1: <laughs> right, I'm two. Oh, so I had to be Splinter. But You're gonna be Splinter. Whatever. Yeah, he's gonna be the older. <laughs> rat. Right. i'm Master. I'm a big Harry Potter fan, so we might do something Harry Potter.
2: I see. I can fuck with Harry Potter.
1: See, yeah, yeah.
2: But who would you be?
1: Uh, man, I don't know. I'm not tall enough to be. Uh, uh...
0: <laughs> Why are you laughing, Lance? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to figure out who you're going for. Just yeah. lining up Harry Potter characters in my head and figuring out which one of the tall <laughs> ones are. <laughs>
1: We're not gonna tell about. It.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh, I did not think Mad Eye Moody, but that would be good. Moody, oh yeah. I thought, um, <laughs> I thought Craber uh Goyle. Oh no!
1: Hey, I can do that. He's not a lackey. <laughs> hey. Hey, you gonna put some shine to him. You know what, yeah. what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. I already
1: okay. Goyle, bro. You have a, we have a newborn, I'll be your and I already yeah, I already told my cousin we have a newborn, so uh, he's definitely going to be dobby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: line them up as an elf we got to talk about some community and cultural divides gaps rosie what would you what would you call it gaps that need to be bridged
2: um yes i want to say gaps but i do think uh okay you said a word now i just completely forgot what the word was and i think that word was a good word and i don't remember what the word was
3: divides
2: divides hmm. i thought that was a good word. Um. But yeah, I think in terms of gaps, I'm like, uh, okay, so I don't even know if I should talk about that. There was a certain, there was a certain event that happened. And then after that event, a fight broke out. And to me personally, I just didn't like, I didn't really like, it's one of those things where I've seen people on Twitter comment about stuff like this, like, you know, how they don't go to poly events because they they just know fights are going to break out or they know that um, just something's going to pop off. And to me personally, it's kind of just like, you know, if you know that a particular event is meant to bring unity and you know, it's meant to like bring people together to have a good time to just enjoy yourselves. I don't, I've never, I, I mean, I also never grew up like someone like that, but I just also know, like, why would you want to bring all that negativity to a place where, you don't need to like you you're this place is also meant for you like this event is also meant for you to have a good time and all of your people to have a good time and so I just I I think that's something that we really need to start working on because if people on Twitter and you know y'all I mean I don't know if y'all on poly, poly twitter like i be stalking on poly twitter but poly twitter if poly twitter is talking about how it's messy to go to a poly event because they know that shit's gonna pop off then maybe let's like not mm-hmm. have shit pop off. <laughs>
0: Then you have to figure out what, so then we just have to figure out what is causing it and how to stop it from happening? I kinda Why feel are like people fighting at poly events?
2: I kind of feel like it's, it could be anything, like, but from my own personal opinion, literally does not reflect anybody else's opinion, but from my own personal opinion, I just think it's pride, a lot of pride, a lot of egos, you know, especially just, I mean, that's, that's kind of how it's always been, in, I, in I guess, like in every in every generation like people have egos people have pride and sometimes you let that take over your mental space and in the moment you're just you just don't want to you you kind of think that you're defending yourself and you kind of think that you're defending your family or you know you're defending your name or you're defending whoever but when you look back on it I want to say like a couple years later like it didn't matter you know like you didn't defend anybody you just kind of made yourself look stupid at least for my own personal opinion. Again, I don't reflect nobody else besides
0: me. Yeah, definitely hearing about um, an event that uh, being marred by people being violent and shooting outside is not the way we should be representing our, our people to our people. Or, I mean, I don't really care as much about what other people think, but definitely not hurting our people somewhere we should be celebrating our people um mm-hmm. or at all not just not just <laughs> yeah, the concerts
3: just anybody
0: <laughs> yeah how can yeah just like the concert is don't do it but if you're anywhere else why? green light well, why, why <laughs> yeah. are you like thinking somebody really has so much control or so much beef with you that all right we got to go we're the same people we there's not enough of us we need to be together you need to just bro you you're probably going through some stuff let's talk tomorrow i mean you can't do that with like fights and stuff but i just have to like shrug and try to be like well what what can we do we're gonna need more analysis to yeah on the lies really? and how it happens
2: Really for like, again, personally for me, I'm just like, it's, it, it takes so much to go through like self-work and understand your flaws and understand what, what it is that you need to change about yourself in order to be a better person mm-hmm. it, to undergo stuff like that means that you have to take accountability for a lot of your actions and understand that you caused a lot of problems and you're still causing problems within you and going through that mental change can be a lot for somebody. And some people just don't want to deal with that and so they don't so they don't and that's that's why people just still stay the way that they stay like but you know like we shouldn't have to be fighting at a baby shower Why well, while we fighting at a baby shower the baby ain't even <laughs> born mm-hmm. yet what was yeah. the
1: uh what was was there a baby reveal
2: or that- <laughs> <laughs> i mean yes <laughs>
1: No, I mean, I mean, coming from Polynesian culture, I mean, uh, the one thing that you can definitely count on is uh, pride. So when you grow up outside of your Polynesian culture, but you're you want to be identified with your Polynesian culture, pride is the first thing that you're going to keep. So a lot of these people who grow up in like the environment we talk about, like gangs and stuff like that, uh, the older people they know that they know that you're you're going to be super prideful to be part of this gang. They feed on that. Uh, and it trickles down into everything else, into someone's life that joins to a gang. You know what I mean? It's just like back home. Uh, I've had the opportunity of kind of growing up in both places. So I see it. Back home, it's not about gangs. It's about your village or it's about your family. But you're super prideful. And you can be at your only family, your own family reunion and fight or break out. Because why? Because, you know what I mean? You're prideful. You don't want someone talking about your parents or your aunt, your uncle, or anything like that. Same thing in the States, in the hood, you know, I mean, uh, these kids join gangs and the older Polynesian people in the gang, they'll instill that in you because they know that that's part of your culture. And so now you want to put on for them and they're not really putting it on for your colors or for your hood. You're putting it on for the dude that's telling you that you joined for. So, so.
0: Why do people join gangs?
2: Yeah. I, really? Like, really, Lance? That's the question you want to go with?
0: <laughs> Just for, uh, for like... What is it? Why for, reason? for support, to, for like... The, the support right? to identify
1: with people who you think identify with you, you know, to, family. to be around people who you think exactly are family. They treat you like family. And the guys who run gangs, they know that. They know that that's the environment you're looking for. Because uh, that's what they were looking for. But they also know that they can control you like that. Like as deep as you want to leave, why would you leave somewhere that you know or you feel like um, they care for you? But what, what what kind of person cares for you when, you know what I mean, shooting goes down? You didn't do the shooting, but you still have to take the rep. Or who cares for you enough to send you into a crack house to deal drugs to crackheads, Or leaves you on a corner for like hours on end on to make their money so you can go home with like 20 bucks in your pocket, you know? So, I mean, like you guys were saying, what can we do? We gotta reach these kids before everybody else reaches them and show them what real love is, which is hard because in real life, uh like Dora was saying, not every not every day is gonna be a good day. But you can't bring that home and show your kids that you can't take it out on the people at home. You know what I mean?
2: Uh-huh.
1: So reach your kids before anybody else does. Why you say
0: did that your kids?
2: Uh, that's that's what reach. I heard.
0: Reach. <laughs> I mean if hey, your kid needs to beat him taken
1: down again, I I'm, I'm older, I grew up old school, super old school, but like we get yeah, we got beat. But there's a lot of other ways you can teach your kids besides beating them. You know? mm-hmm. Uh you can discipline your kid without smacking them with a slipper or a belt, you know.
4: Or whatever is close to you.
1: <laughs> or whatever.
4: Water,
1: crowbar. <laughs> Bro, or crowbar. water hose. Right. Yeah. Like who <laughs> <if you laughs> goes outside to cut the water hose to beat you? Bro. Like you have to be thinking about that. Yeah, you I have know. to do
0: arts and crafts <laughs> to beat like, me with like, that water hose. You had to go outside like, and cut half of it. Like or you your siblings really, have to be
1: really cruel yeah. when your mom says, Go look for a belt and they come back with like your uncle's weightlifting belt. <laughs> 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 like who goes to find the weightlifting belt? <laughs> you gotta be nice See,
2: that's, to your siblings. that's that pride
1: that's that pride that, exactly. <laughs> no yeah but there's i mean i said it takes a village so everybody has to be in agreement with the things that you're going to do to change and that's how you change mm-hmm. kids coming up it takes a village you can't just you can't just be you trying to change everything or help everybody one you're going to burn out super quick two there's there's so many kids that need to be reached. So many people that need be, adults need to be reached. Sheesh. All these adults out here uh, still trying to heal from things when they were younger, you know, and not wanting to heal. And, repeating
0: that trauma onto the next right. generation.
1: And, you know, anytime you mention, not just in the Samoan community, but Polynesians and or not even just Polynesian people, like people from the Pacific, if you mention therapy, it's it's either foreign to them. Or it's like, why the hell would I send my kid to therapy so everybody can talk about my family? Mm -hmm. You know, why would I send
0: my kid to go gossip to somebody I don't know
1: about my family? Why would I go tell someone else my problems? I could deal with them. Okay, you're doing really fine there. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) sure, but uh, that has to be something that as a Mm. as a people Pacific as a whole, or just you know what? Not if you go deeper, people of color, we weren't afforded therapy. We weren't given that option coming up. Uh, and in school now, you know, it's four you know, and you, your kids go to school and the counselor's like, well, your kid needs to go to therapy. Like, the fuck my kid needs to go to therapy? Before? I didn't go to therapy. And that's why your kid needs to go now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, and that's exactly why your kid needs to go now.
0: <laughs> yeah, mental health and free therapy. How do we get therapy out there? Therapy costs, right? It, it does. does. Hella. Yep. It's a doctor. I mean, if
2: you there are certain programs there are certain colleges that do offer therapy for free though mm. because is it it's like a, of a psych student it's not a psych student it's an actual person like mm.
0: like a qualified psychiatrist
2: <laughs> yes this is somebody that can actually help you through you know what it what it is you're going through mostly because i think it's probably illegal to uh, to, to put students <laughs> to work on that
0: <laughs> letting students just
2: yeah they
5: drop their major the next day <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yeah, like, for example, like Cal State Long Beach, they um, they had a CARES program and the CARES program, they basically were there for the students who were having mental problems, or like not necessarily mental problems, but were having a lot of um, issues that they didn't really have anyone to talk to. So it afforded them, it afforded students who couldn't get therapy an opportunity to go ahead and talk to somebody, like talk to a counselor. Like, really, they were just like high school counselors, except college level. Nice. Yeah. So, like, if you're in college right now and you're like going through, you know, just mm. things that you can't really deal with by yourself, I would suggest like looking into your college and seeing if there are programs or just somebody who or like, uh, just a, yeah, just a program that can help you out and just mm-hmm. someone you could talk to for free, just because that it offers a better uh, offers a solution. Just to
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a dope resource. Yeah, if you're in college right now, check your college. That might be something you're able to use because we know healthcare is costs in this country. So if you're – that's dope. Thank you for that. Um, We know that our our culture is like father knows best, quote. Like you listen (laughs) to the one person in your family and then you don't really have a say. You don't have as much of a say. I guess more now, but – um anyways patriarchy wise women don't get supported the way they need to especially polynesian women women of color how would you guys um advise people on better supporting pacific islander women every in like in media and social media and everyday life what would you guys say
3: um i i would honestly say for me personally like since us like as pi women look at other pi women and maybe don't talk about them negatively you know continue to talk about everybody in a positive you don't have to like everybody you don't have to love everybody but you know like if something bothers you you don't need to go and tell every single other person you know what bothers you so i think if like we start that example and continue a p- positive conversation that helps with the other pi women and maybe pi men they see them they're like I don't know. You know, positivity has like a chain reaction. I think I feel like that's the first step. Just continue positive conversations.
0: Nice. Forrest, have you ever heard of Islander man gossip?
1: Oh, I heard of the girls network.
0: <laughs> the what?
1: The girls network. You never heard the girls network it mm-hmm. travels faster than the speed of light, dog. You do something and a girl tells another girl you're done for. Oh. You know
3: what? You know what? <laughs> what? You know what? <laughs> PI men and men gossip a lot.
1: No, they that's do. What I was—that's what I was. They, that's what I was they copy gossip more than anybody ever. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah.
3: Not not just PI men. Men, men, g- men in general. Men in general.
1: Yeah. yeah uh, sorry, Lance. Can you read your question? What were you saying?
0: <laughs> I was making a joke, right? Have right. you ever heard an Islander man gossip?
1: Yes.
4: <laughs> <Thank
0: you. laughs> Thanks, I mean, right. I think
1: what Lance was actually trying to <laughs> ask you guys earlier was uh, as, as PI men, what can we do to help push you guys forward? Because uh, like, we know that PI women, you guys are down for each other. I've seen it. I have 14 sisters. I've seen it. I live it. So uh, I'm most outnumbered and uh, I've never been the one to tell people what to do with my family. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as but we also know that, um, being of Pacific Islander descent that you guys might not have the say you have, or growing up, you guys not might've had the say you had in your families or around your people itself. So going forward, what are things that you think as Pacific Islander men we can do to help you guys push you forward, put whatever you guys are doing forward to change the narrative of what it was then where the men are the patriarchs of the family.
2: Damn, you're asking us to break down a whole entire societal issue.
0: Yeah, we're just doing therapy now.
1: Right. If you don't answer now, I mean, who's gonna answer it for your little sisters, your cousins, your wife? No, that's like that's like hella pressure.
0: Stop. Wait, hold on.
2: But we, we do have opinions on stuff like that though. Um, like so I mean, there's no there's not gonna be a clear cut answer because I don't know. I just feel like we're going to have to consistently keep trying to get rid of this, um, this problem <laughs> until Amen. something actually clicks with people. But like Dora said, I, I, I have to like just to bounce off of Dora um, with her positivity talks. I'm not going to lie. Like I have been a person who has had opinions about other PI women. And Dora has also been that voice of positivity for me. And so she's definitely like helped me stop doing that. And I've definitely just been like, you know, like I again. She said, like, you don't have to like everybody. And I'm definitely somebody who does not like everybody. And (laughs) but she's definitely like helped me stop my negative thoughts when it comes to like, you know, wanting the first idea to be attack. Um, As for everything else, when it, I listen. I am a fire sign, okay? Like, (laughs) I am part of the fire nation. All right. So when the fire nation attacked, everybody died, right? And like. (laughs)
0: That is yeah, what you that. go for?
2: That, yeah, that's I, I, I'm also a Sag. Like, sages <laughs> are very petty. We're petty people. We just, we, we, you know, this is a, Yeah, I'll get into this after, after it But, you know, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
2: as when it comes to, like, um, destigmatizing. <laughs> when it comes to destigmatizing, like, you know. Mm, okay. I feel like it has to, it really has to start, like, first when the daughters. I feel like, for me, what would have helped me a lot is if you start when your daughters are young. You don't necessarily put, especially, and it, ugh, it always comes from the freaking mom. Just speaking from my own personal experience, coming from my mom, there was a lot of pressure for me, and I'm the freaking youngest. There was a lot of pressure for me to be uh, a success in the family. And it was, like you have to get into college you have to get good grades you can't go to state college like you can't go to community college you need to get into a four-year and you need to get into a four-year that I approve of because then your degree will actually Mm. mean something to me like that was what I had to go through and then I screwed up a little bit in high school and she got so mad at me and then she was just like basically ready to disown me at that point so for and then my dad was just kind of like not there so there's Mm -hmm. that but
0: (laughs) there's that part
2: yeah. So for me, it's like just putting so much pressure on girls and PI families, especially, it needs to stop. Like mm. there's just it's on every girl in the family, especially if you're the oldest girl, it's worse. Like I can I'm the youngest, Damn. but I can only imagine how it is for the oldest girls. Um I mean, my my situation is different because you know, whatever. Oh again, I'll explain later. But I do know that a lot of my friends and a lot of my family's friends and, you know, um, the oldest girls always had it the hardest, the oldest girls still have it the hardest. They're still under a lot of lock and key, really Mm -hmm. like, because they're told that they have to be the mothers basically of everybody in the family. And so I feel like when you finally take away that pressure uh, on your daughters to be like this, 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 and this, you give them the freedom to, fully express themselves and own that. And when they own that, it makes it easier for other people to receive that. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And when it comes to men, I feel like especially when men see that happening in their family or like boys in general, even the brothers, when brothers see that happening in their family, like, you know, like this is my sister, she's a confident, beautiful woman. Then it goes to, I respect her. And, you know, I hope to see other women like her and, you know, I want to learn like about, this woman like and you know like maybe you'll see like a woman that's just like your sister and be like oh that's dope that what she's doing you know just just like a mutual respect starts popping up so that's what i could hope for do i know if it's actually gonna happen no but it's what i can hope for
0: you'll make it happen sometimes it feels like at home recycling like mm-hmm. yeah i'm doing this day-to-day is it really making a difference
2: yeah but i do feel like little impacts on kids is, mm-hmm. is always where it starts yeah because if you're i feel like the reason why poly like at least again from my own opinion i feel like the reason why a lot of poly women don't get um a lot of the respect that they deserve is because growing up the family barely even respected them as they deserved so when you start respecting your daughters as they're as individual people when you start like when they start finding their voices and you let them find their voices and you, uh, you, you, you see them bloom into something that you're, that you're, that you made and you're proud of and you're the rest of the boys and the rest of the women in the family can see that you did that too. And it'll be like, Oh, that's, I love that. You know, like, I love that. Hmm. She's like that.
0: representation, And it just
2: makes it easier for, yeah. Respect your daughter and everybody else will respect her as well. Cause if you treat <laughs> her like shit, Ooh, everybody else going to treat her like shit too.
0: And she'll be like used to that being treated that way, and yes, think yeah. that's the that's the right way. Yeah, that's big as a new parent uh, of a girl. A girl I want to eh? make sure that I'm taking care and supporting and not traumatizing her. Like people always think that the like I'm not going to mess this kid up the way my parents messed me up, and then it just mm-hmm. ends up a different a new trauma. <laughs> but we're we're trying to figure out how best to love and support a baby, so it's really good to be able to get your guys' perspective on on how best to support. Yeah, uh, and then sorry women.
3: before we change like the topic or anything, and then if Leah wants to answer too, but mm-hmm. to like answer Force's question, and you guys said it's like such a big question to ask, like what can PI men do to help PI women? Mm-hmm. I think keeping other PI men accountable. So when you hear them talk, and we've talked about this on the show, when you hear another PI, that's your homeboy, your brother, and he's talking about, oh, that girl slept with this and this, say like, hey, like, I really don't appreciate you talking about that PI woman. That's my sister. Don't talk about her like that. Even if it's not your sister, you know, Mm -hmm. your close friend, your cousin, don't let those conversations happen. Because when you do, then it's just a continuous cycle that's negative and toxic. So
0: yes. keep them accountable. Nice. Men hold men accountable.
3: Yes. Because then. Because men talk like...
0: different and do different shit in front of men yeah. than they do in, in front of mm-hmm. everybody else. Mm-hmm. I love
3: it. I love that. Hold them accountable.
5: Um, I guess just my little two cents on it. I do feel like we need to encourage our PI women to voice themselves more and define that voice. Because I know I'm um, speaking personally, like growing up. Uh, there was no male figure in my life. So it's kind of like I grew up in the same Samoan church as everybody else grew up in. You know, the the pastor, the priest was a male figure, right? So, and then I grew up very in American Samoa as well. So like I come from Leong'e where men are still the Makai's. There are different villages where women can also be Makai's, but that doesn't exist in Leong'e. Um, so just for me to see all these authoritative figures being male, I always felt like, I'm not going to speak over him. You know, like, that's not my place. That's not where I'm going to be. If anything, I'm going to be doing chores and like whatever male figure there is, I'm going to listen to them because that's all I know. You know, the cops are male, the priests are male, the pastor's male, everyone's a male. So like as parents or like as older siblings, I feel it's so important for us to encourage our women to speak. Like, no matter what position you're in, you always have a voice, your voice matters. And like, just you being in a position to, to have a radio show, to, to be an MC, to do whatever it is that you want to do, like, it's important, you know, like, no matter what society or the structure of how we grew up was formed, that's not on you, you know, like, those replacements that happened way before you. Mm-hmm. So now it's your time to kind of voice, voice how you feel and voice your opinions. Even to this day, like I still struggle um, to kind of voice myself sometimes. Even when I don't agree, I'll kind of just sit back because we're taught, you know, don't question authority. Don't like that's just disrespectful if you do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like breaking that barrier and kind of saying, like, if you don't agree, you don't agree. And that's OK. You know, you don't have to follow every one, two, three step by step. You have a voice, and that's that's important. And yeah, to all you little uh, pi women out there, I was going to say a bad word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what were you going <laughs> to say?
5: I everything I just said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you for sharing that. That's a that's a really good point.
1: I only ask because uh, I like I tell everybody I grew up with fourteen. I have one biological sister, but. My mom raised like 13 of my first cousins. So I was privileged enough to be taught by these women. Uh, you know, they'd go out on a date. And uh, fortunately and unfortunately, I'd be called into uh, the living room where they're all sitting talking about it. Either they're crying or they're laughing about it. And Now I got to get the brunt of what and what not to do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then um, my dad being Filipino, you know, it was also, it's it, it made it a lot different. Not that my dad was like, in the background, just letting my mom do whatever. But uh, he also wasn't brought up in the same where what he said goes, he discussed things with my mom and that's how decisions were made. And I was also raised with at like my cousin's houses and was totally different. Like my aunt would have say something and then my uncle would probably just be like, nah. And then, you know what I mean? And that's the word. But in our household, you know, it was either discussed. And then uh, me getting to see my sisters go through school and become things that they wanted to become without having to be told to come back to the island and, you know what I mean? Take care of the rest of the kids, which is what uh, a lot of people are gonna hate me for this, but in Samoa, that's what you were thought to do as a, as a girl in the household, is to come back. You can, you can go to school, but make sure you come back and take care of everybody. Sure. That's, yeah. And then Leah, coming from the only like my uncle is Yuli, so I totally understand what you're talking about. I was raised in that household too. Uh, so yeah, that was tough.
5: Monk was a Yuli too. Oh, Y'all live upstairs?
1: Yep. I live downstairs in Songy. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, songy. Damn, by the, yeah, the cliffs. Me, Alfred, and Abe. Oh,
5: yes,
1: Backyard. Yeah, me, Alfred, and Abe were thinking thieves, And yeah, I mean, at some point, we all have to cut ties because, like you said, Dora, if you're not pushing your other PI men to hold, if you're not holding them to the standard that you hold yourself to when talking about pi women then you know cut your ties because it's not conducive to what you're trying to do Mm
0: -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. don't continue to be in an environment that is toxic if you can do anything to to not be there Mm -hmm. Uh, and if you are try to be the person that offers another perspective like we don't have to talk shit or gossip or no. you know talk bad or talk down on another family or be like oh they dissed us we got to do this or fuck them for you know positivity don't gossip hold men accountable your voice matters like those thank you all for those points
1: yeah the three of you are doing a real great job pushing out all that stuff for uh, pi women so i applaud the three of you. good job
0: Oh, thank Thank you! you. Thank you, guys. My mom told me that she tried to be, uh, like sign up to be a chief, like did that whole process, and then, or at least brought it up in a meeting with like all the chiefs and stuff. She was like, "Well, can I do it?" And they like laughed at her. And bro, like, I don't agree with my mom's politics, (laughs) (laughs) but that they were left like didn't even consider her. For the position like even though she's like been a nurse all her life and has taken taking care of people really wants change mm-hmm. positive change for the community because she's seen that lifestyles and resources can be better allocated so that people can use them and get more from them so she's like the village can be better and they're like shut up woman And it was
4: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: super frustrating because when she told me that story she was like yeah it's whatever and it got to be even more, more <laughs> I was like, the more we allow, uh, you know, men-only positions to continue, the more we allow that, what the, the thoughts or the thinking from it to continue. Like only men are allowed to be in positions of power or decision-making. And we are starting to see changes in that. We're definitely seeing you three as, you know, having your podcast and being an example to people that, You know, you don't just have to be a dude. You you can just be a very intelligent, entertaining person with other intelligent people. And we thank you guys for that and for your time tonight. Thank you so much for for coming on. Uh, Before we go, just want to give you guys a chance to do any shout outs, anybody you want to recommend or i've been recommending this
2: podcast for so long it's not a poly podcast but it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to and i just feel like everyone should listen to it because it's hilarious and if you're into if you're into um if you're as openly sexual about your life as me then you know you're gonna enjoy this um it's called horrible decisions but it's spelled horrible decisions And, um, yeah, they're, they're definitely like these two women are, um, Mandy and Weezy. They're two inspirations to me, especially because, um, I feel like they definitely just take away a lot of the, the taboo, um, conversations that happen when it comes to women talking about sex and it just, it's so normal when I hear things that they say. And I just feel like that's, that's just how the norm should be when it comes to, um, i know i'm sorry so, i'm sorry that I, I i talk about sex like and i just say that word so like fine like
0: <laughs> do people find that offensive that you say find, the word sex
2: they don't find it offensive they're just like taking aback. like
0: uh, aghast uh. <laughs>
2: yeah what sex what is that <laughs> yeah but it's it's definitely like they I I commend them and I applaud them. And again, they're two inspirations to me just to be like just more open about life and just understanding people's um like that again. Well one, there's more people than just sex. But sex isn't like something that's like a deal breaker anymore. Like, you know, mm. when it comes to certain preferences or whatever the hell. It's just it's an experience, it happens, yada, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, horrible decisions. <laughs> Does that have anything thank to you. do with me? No, but, but you know, but it sums up
1: my <laughs> sex life. Yes,
2: <laughs> it's an experience. It happens. Yada yada. Yeah,
1: you can go home now. <laughs> thank you. Yeah.
2: What a great
5: shout out. <laughs> no, I like it. Um, we got into some pretty heavy things, so I think that's a nice, like, light-heavy recommendation. To, um, I just wanted to say thank you to you guys for having us on here and for being like day one supporters of us and like always taking the time to repost this, post us, comment us. Like we really do appreciate that love and support. That goes both ways and we hope you guys know it. Um nothing to promote. Just love and unity and respect.
0: Love it. Yeah yeah. Your you guys go. you guys said you guys started doing visuals this season. Your your guys' whole the page, the content you guys are putting out is great. Uh please keep it up we love to see it yes thank you Tora.
3: Thank you. um nothing to plug i guess just follow us on youtube if anybody's listening and we're new you've never heard of us also mm-hmm. youtube for our visuals um tiktok i guess or the audio um and think again like leah said and rosie said like thank you guys for having us on i really appreciate it and all the support
0: Yay. man we very much appreciate you guys taking the time to to come on and really talk with us it was really good to be able to talk to you guys and interview you guys mile high club podcast official mile high club on instagram mile high club on youtube that's the new account and then you guys are also mile high club official on tiktok
2: yes yes nice. yeah. rosie
0: you deleted your tiktok real quick why
2: well okay Huh. <laughs> wait wait what do you mean i deleted my tiktok what do you wait oh, wait you what? did it
0: no it's still up what do you got like
2: 250,000
0: followers, 10 no, million no, likes. No, stop.
2: Okay, Lance, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't Let's use talk that about account. The numbers.
2: I don't use that account anymore, that's why. Because, yeah, it's just a whole thing. Like, I just... It uh, It sounds TikTok, like a story. TikTok does not appreciate my content on that page. Um, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing crazy at all. It's just I don't think that I'm what they wanted in a creator. So they just took away all my likes and views. And... What? yeah it's so that i i don't I don't use that page anymore. I have a backup page uh instead where I just kind of do like just stuff that I enjoy doing every day and I've been a lot happier too uh since using that page <laughs>
0: nice good yeah. good change good wait year. but
2: i I had a question i i before we leave, I'm so sorry I know we're at the end and this is so it's so oh, bad good. that I'm asking this now, but I never got to ask like what is your guys' favorite episodes like favorite favorite top episode from us
0: oh okay
1: oh shit the craig one just because he looked so flustered in the beginning
0: i'm trying like, to think of which <laughs> ones i've listened I, I know
1: he was trying to articulate what he wanted to say before he said it like you said whoever trained him was was cool because like if i was a little younger and you would have asked me those questions the first thing that would have came to my mind i would have had twitter in an in uproar with my <laughs> but uh yeah no and just the way uh the interview developed and how you guys were able to um have him answer honestly you know so just bring him out of his shell because he really was just thinking real hard not to say something wrong at first (laughs) like he really didn't want to come out and then after a while he was just flowing with the interview so that was my favorite that was pretty dope
0: you guys had like a run of pretty crazy interviews it was like yada the great sammy J, um and thank you for the yada the great interview because i was able to listen to genuine star on repeat and that was like she was also just like super chill with you guys that was like a like an easy conversation like i want to hear as many of those as possible
2: your guys's comment um sorry your guys's comment under the post like yeah like after re-listening to the episode that gandhi reference came out of nowhere like
0: he said wait what was it so oh a following before the followers
2: yes yes like like
0: like gandhi (laughs) (laughs) that was
5: was the first thing that came to my mind
0: listening back to it like that was like a following like a peaceful following Yeah, i see Mm -hmm. where that came from but that shit was funny (laughs) keep it up keep continue to be a blessing uh, we know it's hard to like produce and get together. Like, it's hard for two of us to get together. So, thinking about the three of you, keep yeah, doing what you're doing and uh, being E-Rod, a light man. to the community. For
1: right, last question. And we had an argument about this in our group right now. Erie said peanut butter or jelly. And I said, you can't have peanut butter or jelly. It has to be peanut butter and jelly. Well, what do you prefer, <laughs> peanut butter or jelly?
2: I don't like jelly. So, I have to do peanut butter. Total. No, I I think
0: I agree with
5: you, Forrest. I feel like it has to be both.
3: Yeah, both peanut butter and jelly.
0: Amen. I win. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) There it is. And now we know. The questions are answered. Official Mile High Club. Mile High Club, thank you so much for coming on with us. We very much appreciate, again, the time that you guys have taken. Amen. Forever. forever. Thank you, guys. That's our show. Stay blessed. Stay ball in. Love and light. Peace. Peace. Today's show, as always, sponsored by LevasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LevasaIslandApparel.com.